pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. Yeah, how are you? Pretty good. Just super tired. Didn't sleep well yesterday, so. But aside from that, doing pretty good. What about yourself? I'm good. Battling a little stuffiness and um, that's about it. But yeah, I'm good. That's good to hear. Spring. Yeah, me too. I'm <laughs> over this cold, and it's not good. It's only been like a couple of days of cold. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm over it. I'm like, Mm-mm. absolutely. So. Anywho, I guess we can go ahead and jump right into these hot topics for this week. Might as well start off straight with the foolishness. The biggest topic that has been all over everything has been the terrorists that stormed the Capitol um, over, you know, the little Trump supporters. They went to the Capitol and decided to attempt to, you know, I guess do a coup to stop the um the to stop congress from confirming joe biden as president even though you know votes have already been cast electoral college already cast all their votes but anyway so needless to say they decided to storm the capitol there were five people who were killed um countless people who are injured and now we're seeing kind of the aftermath of that we're seeing multiple arrests being made basically of these little terrorists that were running around we're seeing them in the airports being detained they're finding out that they are on the no-fly list because fyi if you decide to storm the basically commit treason um, you are going to be labeled as a domestic terrorist and will not be allowed to fly so Did you see the clip on Shade Room of the guy, I think? I don't know what airline he was on, um, but I know it wasn't Delta because the lady was like, well, I was banned from Delta earlier. I mean, he was living, and he didn't have a mask. I'm like, first of all, sir, every airport has, like, a mask mandate. Where is your mask? Exactly. And FYI, did you see that meme, by the way, where people was like, so, of course, your dumbass going to decide to storm the Capitol. And the one thing that you didn't do was put on your fucking mask to hide your face. Right. Be like, for nothing else, to hide your fucking face. And I also saw another meme where they was like, so y'all real life booked hotels under y'all night and plane tickets to commit a crime. And I was like, you know what? This got to be about the whitest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say, I'm like, yeah, that's not not even this year, like ever. You book a plane ticket, went through security, they take your picture again, and you got a hotel. What was y'all thinking about? And then you had the idiot that wore his work badge to the protest. Yeah. And they your job to call the FBI on your day off and the fire chief. <laughs> World's dumbest criminals. <laughs> like it was I don't know like we actually I was watching a live coverage of and the crazy thing about it is I can't speak for nobody else but I will speak for myself I didn't even know this shit happened 
like whatever happened on January 6th, this was my first year since I've been born that I even knew that something like this happened on January 6th. I'm like, pretty much after the election is called, I'm like, I mean, you know, you just deal with whatever. So I didn't even know it happened. I was actually watching it. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And the meeting just adjourned all of a sudden. I was like, is Mike Pence being swooped at her? And then, of course, that's when it, like, the news broke or whatever. Like, you know, they are, you know, descending on the Capitol. And you thinking, like, oh, it might be, like, you know, two or three people that are broke in. And you get it. So, oh, y'all just, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and some of the stories wrote themselves. Like the lady was like, we coming to the Capitol and can't none stop us. Mm-hmm. Man. Exactly. Something stops you. They got you. And and I heard like it's a black woman that has put out a say her name campaign for her. Ma'am, first of all, this is not your fight. That's the biggest one. And say her name, to me, that's offensive as fuck. Absolutely. To even put that hashtag, I'm like, no, ma'am. I'm, she was not unjustly killed by the police. This woman was literally somewhere where she didn't have any business being. These people were literally being hurt, kicked, stumped, beat, killed. So, of course, they're going to fucking take aim at her. And they already tell you to get the fuck back. And she's still trying to come through the window. Uh, exactly. So <laughs> Hey, honey, she is not a fucking. If she a hashtag, she a hashtag for stupidity, not for being un, like unjustly killed by the police. She was not exactly. I just, I would like when I saw that, I was so fucking offended. I was like, the audacity of y'all after all the the mocking that y'all did of our protests of. Uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. The audacity of y'all. Y'all even started y'all own little fucking hashtag with the Blue Lives Matter bullshit. And then for y'all to go out here and actually beat on and kill police officers. It just goes to show y'all ain't give a fuck about no cops. It was just so that y'all could say something against our protests and our, you know what I'm saying? The shit that we was going through. Because I'm like, the first time y'all got an opportunity, if you cared about police officers, you would have been like, nah. And the crazy thing about it is, and I like, I think this speaks to, I'm, I'm going to say, I guess our humanity or how, our, I don't know. I guess that's the, the best word I can say is that we real life will sit there and draw a line in our protest and be like, listen, this is what we can't do. And I'm like, you got savages out there that's like, listen. I mean, in a grand scheme of things, these people were ready to, for me, knowing that you got bums, you got stocks of weapons, you got zip ties and all of this stuff. What the fuck? Y'all were ready to kill these people. Exactly. Exactly. They were literally real life committing treason. Like, it's no if, ands, or buts about it. Every last one of them that are caught should be brought up on charges of treason and locked in fucking jail okay because we all know if the roles were reversed and we saw matter of fact we don't even have to know we saw it when the black lives matter protest took place on dc we saw the complete difference okay the police presence was heavy there was you know what i mean they were everywhere the capitol police were everywhere they hid president trump down in a bunker and all all we were doing was peacefully protesting outside 
These people literally stormed the Capitol. They were going inside. Y'all out there taking selfies with them, putting on MAGA hats, laughing and joking. That's why I'm glad to see that an investigation is taking place with the Capitol Police as well to see, because they believe that it was an inside job, that there were Capitol Police officers that were helping out uh, these savages, these terrorists. So... But did you see the one, like the one clip where it shows where like one of the officers actually opened one of the barricades? And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Exactly. And I'm like, y'all just letting them through. Cause I think like the first part of the footage was like, these people just roaming the halls, taking pictures, look like they was going live. And I'm like, Black Lives Matter, first of all, couldn't even probably set a foot on the fucking steps. Facts. And then we saw on national fucking TV where y'all were tear gassing. And then it's now it's all of this. Well, we was concerned about the optics. Why were you concerned about having the National Guard on the Capitol steps? You'd have had them there before. You had them there for Black Lives Matter for a mostly peaceful protest. I'm like, you probably had one or two you know, agitators or whatever you want to call them in a crowd of thousands of people where you had literally thousands of people that stormed the Capitol. And I'm not saying that everybody that was at the Save the Vote or whatever, it was still a stupid-ass rally, you know, that Trump held anyway. And not saying that everybody that went to that rally went to the Capitol, even was in the Capitol, but I'm like, you had a big majority of that crowd that was literally just hanging out at the Capitol like they were at, you know, a resort or something or at a party. Right. And I'm like, and you show that you don't give a fuck about America. You just care about Trump, white supremacy. That's all. Because how the fuck you take the uh, American flag down to put up a Trump flag? Mm, mm, talk on it. Like, what the fuck? Like, if that's not like traitor, like treason ass shit, like bro, you took down the American flag that you quote unquote love so much and you're trying to save this country from immigrants and black people and all of this and people need to go back where they came from. You love this country so much, but you literally took down the very thing that y'all quote unquote was mad at Colin Kaepernick for, you know, kneeling and it's disrespectful to the veterans. Why you take down American flag? Because to me, that's disrespectful as fuck. Mm. Mm. Listen. And did you see how many military people were involved in, Listen. in, in the whole coup? My thing is, they should have their federal money taken away from them. That's all I'm saying. They should have their federal fucking money taken away from them. You commit treason against this country after you um, signed up to protect and serve. I don't give a fuck if you retire, if you no longer, but you still get money from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Once you retire, you still get money from it. I I know because my parent is a retired military. So I know that you still get money from it. You still get health care from it once you retire. Take that shit away. You committed yeah. treason against this country. You shouldn't be getting money from them no more. Because once the zip tie guy, I think he was like a retired military official. And it wasn't like he had like a small rank. I think he had like a high rank. Like, bro, what the fuck were you doing there? Exactly. What the fuck were you doing there? 
And you like, it, it just, I don't know. It really, it did not shock or surprise me at all because I'm like, this is America. I guess for me, what was, I? it was some of the things were hard to watch. Like the officer that was wedged in between the door. It was some hard things to watch. But for overall, I was like, shit, this is America. When people was talking like, I can't believe I'm like, why you can't believe that it happened? I'm like, you literally let white supremacy fester for as long as you let it fester. Because I'm like, when we look at Trump, Trump didn't start his bullshit when he came in office. Trump had a whole birth of movement against Barack Obama. And just to address all the people, and I'm not like this loyalist to Barack Obama, he made some mistakes um, during his presidency. But I'm like, y'all call him a treasonous for giving back Iran their money that we took from them. That was they fucking money. And y'all call him a traitor for giving those people their money back. But then you have a president that's saying, listen, I'm going to make Congress a sitting fucking duck and you can go down there in the Capitol. I'm not going to send them any help. I'm like, this shit is almost out of a fucking movie. You thinking like, it almost make you think about like Olympus down. Because it's like, this can't be fucking... Real. That's true. That's true. It definitely, it definitely played out like a movie. That is for sure. Yeah. Cause I was like, you. It was just so many things. And again, I don't know if you've noticed, but baby, when I tell you, they chunking that blame around like a fucking basketball, Mm-mm, like hot potato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we are definitely kind of seeing the aftermath now. Um, the Democratic, the Democrats in both the House and the Senate have brought up articles of impeachment for the second time in Trump's presidency. He is being brought up on charges of impeachment. For though, I mean, so I was one of the people, I'm not going to lie, who I questioned why bring him up on articles of impeachment when there's only, you know, a couple of days left. But um, I was educated and it finds out that if he is impeached, then he does not um, receive his pension. Different, there's different things that will occur if the impeachment does go through. So I get it now. At first I was like, what's the point at this point? Just let him get out of office. But now I get it. I see that, um, you know, like I said, he won't receive a pension. There's other charges he could face. So, okay, it makes sense to me now. And just to add, like the impeachment can go on after he leaves office. So it doesn't stop. That's just more of, I guess, making it legal, puts him on paper, and he can't run for office like another federal office again. I think that's a big And like you said, he loses his, like he doesn't have his pension, he loses his protection, right? like a lot of benefits, like the travel and all of that. So it's like basically you on your fucking own. Yeah. Um, which is important. I feel like, no, you don't deserve any fucking money from the U.S. You don't deserve anything. And I'm like, this is the first president during our, when you think about our era, that when, you, when he leaves office, you probably like, what the fuck is he going to do with the U.S. fucking secrets? You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. know that the country is bullshit, but it's like... Nigga, I still want to be kind of protected in this motherfucker where we are already fighting against the police and you know, white supremacists is like, shit, who the hell he gonna sell secrets to? Listen, listen, okay? That's a whole fucking ticking time bomb right there. Yeah. And uh, and we're also hearing that um, he may try to pardon himself. So, I mean, it's just getting out of hand. So, 
Listen, we thought 2021 was going to be, but shit, we only a couple days in and shit is getting crazy. 2021 came in and said, hold my fucking beard. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm like, can we not be like, after 2020, can we not? Right. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just going, I, I was not shocked. Um, and I mean, you, you know, they literally let white people roam free. Uh, so I'm like, that's basically what the fuck happened. I'm no, I do want to know just for, I guess my own knowledge. I'm like, shit, we probably won't know until 10 or 15 years from now when documentaries come out like 9-11 about, you know, what breaches happened, who didn't do what they were supposed to do. What the fuck was y'all thinking about? You had thousands of people that was coming to the Capitol. You had intelligence that it was going to be some bullshit. And y'all still only had one, like, one law enforcement unit. You only had the Capitol Police. And I know, like, the governor of Maryland, he was, like, he was at the ready to send in the National Guard or send in his people or the police department. And they were saying no. Yeah. So, it's definitely definitely some shit in the background. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess it's kind of staying in that lane, the kind of the fallout from this presidency and everything that's been going on. Um, we see that pretty much every social media account or every kind of social media platform, um, all the big ones anyway, have issued a ban on Trump. They've issued a ban on a lot of his kind of Supporters who try to like, let them use their accounts. The super racist conservative site Parlor has been removed from app stores. Um, Amazon, who was hosting it, has removed it off of their platform. The CEO is upset, saying that he's being censored and that his company will go out of business, which we don't give a fuck about. But nonetheless, basically, this just brings us to something that we've kind of seen floating around for a long time. And we see some certain celebrities, i.e. Carrie Hilson, kind of putting their foot in their mouth and talks about censorship around this whole Donald Trump thing and him being banned. Basically, Carrie Hilson, she said that if you take Donald Trump out of the situation, um, we should be upset about Twitter and Facebook and all that censoring and banning his account because of the fact, you know, the First Amendment, yada, yada, yada. For me and for you, Fallon, the end, I mean, we both, when we read it, we laughed our asses off because we were like, this is just another instance of, like, celebrities and shit like that talking about shit that they don't clearly understand or don't know shit about. A lot of people quote the First Amendment, but actually don't read the whole fucking First Amendment. Um, A lot of people don't understand the concept of censorship. They don't understand the concept of privately owned companies. (laughs) They don't understand that when you sign up for social media, that little blurb that you all skip over and don't read the terms (laughs) of service that says that they can ban you, kick you off for their their platform for any fucking thing that they deem going against, you know, their terms of fucking, like, listen, I, it's beyond the fuck out of me. Yeah. 
And that's what I didn't understand about her when I'm like, when it comes down to any, she was like, um, I've had friends that have been kick, kicked off Twitter for lists. It doesn't matter if you, you can put a picture on Instagram. If the people on Instagram don't like it, it comes off of Instagram. If you keep doing it, Instagram can kick you off. That is a private owned company. And if, just like if anything it comes up, if you don't like it, you make your own platform. And then that way you can tell people, hey, I don't want you to post this on my platform. You you got to get off. I'm right. like, so, and it's just the whole thing about, oh, the First Amendment is protection. It's protection from the government from you saying what you want to say. If you are on a private, they don't have, they don't owe you shit. Nothing. So it was just for her. I was like, girl, be quiet. Like y'all got to stop doing this. But, and I'm like, and then again, it goes also to when people like, it's my first amendment right to say, blah, blah, blah. Why they get charged? Um, Because your first amendment right can't be inciting a fucking right. Facts. Okay. Facts. There are two statements in the first amendment. So I suggest for all y'all who quote the first amendment to go back and read that shit. Okay, because the second part lets you know that no, you cannot um, incite riots. You cannot um, attempt to overthrow the fucking government. That you are not protected under the first. (laughs) Okay, if you commit treason, you are not protected under the first fucking amendment. The fuck is wrong with y'all? And then, of course, it took Waka Flock ass and come in. She talking red. She ain't talking no goddamn truth. And you don't even shut the fuck up. Tammy, come get your husband. Basically. I'm Honestly, I'm sick of this celebrity culture in that they feel like that they, because they have a platform, that they can speak on shit that they honestly don't know shit about. Like, half of them, I, I wonder, have y'all ever actually, did y'all take y'all civics class? Did y'all pay attention? <laughs> Like, you know, did you pay attention in civics class? Because by by the statements that y'all making, y'all didn't. Y'all didn't at all. So. I don't know where he was going. And, and just to like, I don't know, because people like, well, you know, piggybacking off that where they were saying, well, Donald Trump account was suspended four years too late. And I was like, I agree with that statement, but I also see Twitter's point of view as well. You know, or platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and all of that. It's like, this is the president that's tweeting. And you don't want to cut that off because you cut off his communication. I mean, unfortunately, we had an idiot as president. So I'm like, I can see that point as well. It's like, okay, we we can at least put a caveat on here and be like, it's not true. And I was like, and I think for Donald Trump's statements as well, if you had a little piece of a brain, and just type in what he said, you would see people that fact checked his shit and was like, he lying or it's partial truth. So I'm like, I think now for the people that follow him, if you still with this bullshit, you're an idiot. Just plain and fucking simple. I'm like, we had an election. It was not rigged. It was fair. Um, you had states like Arizona that have been doing million votes. Nothing really changed about their election other than they had more million votes. For COVID. And I'm like, we have to change with and adapt with the times. Right. I'm like, so you can't sit and be like, okay, we need to have millions of people vote. And I'm like, in this election, what you're looking at 150 million people vote. And 
we also in the middle of a pandemic. There's some adjustments that we have to do and you have to be open to those adjustments because I'm like, if it was flipped and Donald Trump would have won, then it would have been, the you know, his supporters. Well, you just have to accept the results because that's what we heard four years ago when you like, how the fuck he win and he lost the popular, you know, by three million. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and we were just told, oh, you just got to accept the vote and blah, blah, blah. So now we're here in 2020 and y'all don't want to accept it. Y'all are literally pissy fucking mad, like shitty mad because y'all defecated in the Capitol. Big fan. You know, so I don't know. I was like, it's unfortunate. And just to see, and I'm like, and just to put this out there as well, because I'm like, I think we all, not starting for me, but sometimes we get in our head that racist, racist, are hillbillies with one tooth living in the sticks and you know they just from Kentucky they ain't got no electricity they didn't graduate from high school when we have seen time and time again and this protest or those terrorists that stormed the Capitol is a good example these are teachers these are lawyers these are lawmakers these are the people that serve behind you know served with black soldiers in the army served over black you know so yeah yeah these races come in all shapes, sizes, occupations. They are everywhere. That's facts. I guess we can move on to some other quick hitters. Camilla Harris, she was on the cover of Vogue, or she's going to be on the cover of Kamala Harris, Lord. She's going to be on the um, cover of Vogue, and there's been a little bit of controversy around it. I saw that there was two covers, one where she's like in a powder blue suit and then in another cover, she's in like this darker suit with like some, looks like some chucks or something like that. I don't know. People are talking about it in the sense that they think that she was whitewashed. I guess she was lightened with the, you know how they do retouches and filters and shit like that. I don't know. I saw it. I mean, obviously... It wasn't, in my opinion, the most fashionable. I think she's looked better, but Vogue has been yeah. doing a shitty job lately, anyway, on everybody's, in my opinion. So I don't, I don't, I didn't give her a whitewash. Now I will say because I'm like, you have to think about it. So I'm like, she's not fucking dark either, right? I wasn't hit with the cover because I'm like, when you think about Vogue, you think fashion. And I'm like, there was nothing fashionable about even the way that the clothes fit on her. I'm like, I've seen her come to press conference with better fitting clothes. Um, I'm like, we've seen her when she was getting out the plane one time when she had the Timberlands on and the clothes fit better. So I was like, it just, it was a no for me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it just, but again, like I said, these last couple of votes that I've seen of, of even artists or who, you know, different celebrities who've been on, some of them have been shitty vogue has just not been what it used to be let's be honest so yeah it is what it is i also saw that just recently they said that they have classified cuba again as terrorists and so we are banned from after you know obama era we worked so hard to be able to you know visit cuba again and and fix kind of work on relations with cuba all that has kind of been reversed and they have been placed back on the terrorist list and we are banned from going to Cuba, which I think sucks because Cuba is such a beautiful country. Um, the people there, 
are black people. You know, unfortunately, they do have a dictator as their the the leader of their country. But a lot of them don't fuck with their own dictator. But either, like I said, it, it shouldn't be a punishment on the people. The people are amazing. It's a beautiful country. I feel like a lot of us have wanted to visit or the ones of us who did get a chance to visit were, you know, so lucky to do it. It's just, it sucks. Yeah. And that's, I was like, man, I sure, I was like, so do I want to go on a cruise to Cuba or do I want to take a plane? And I was like, I'm going to take a plane. <laughs> and I think that time I was like, okay, I can do it this year. Shit, we was like, nope. That was when, as soon as he came in office, and he was like, I'm putting a band on there. And I was like, I feel like at this point, they're not giving you a Sathan Shakur. I hope I'm saying her name right. They're not going to turn that lady over. Let it fucking go. It'll never happen. Um, Right. It's not going to happen. But I'm like, I'm jealous. I'm like, I want to go. Because I seen like, person that I follow, they went. I'm like, man, I should have just went, just gone ahead and took that bike and just went ahead and went. But I didn't. I was like, I can just go next year. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to think, when did I was, yeah, I ended up going to Jamaica that year. And two thirds of my household can go to Cuba and I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my son can go and my husband can go and I can't go. <laughs> More quick hitters. Latoya Luckett, she announced today on Instagram that she is filing for a divorce from her husband. Um, There has been rumors, speculation of cheating, possible sex tape, all kind of just shit in the background. Of course, he decided to get on Instagram and say he didn't want the divorce and that he didn't cheat. And basically just making a complete ass of himself when all she did was say, please respect our privacy. And he decided to just be a complete ass. So hopefully everything for her works out and she can make it as quickly, uh, you know, speedy divorce as she can, because clearly she struggled with whether to pull the trigger or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, be like, bro, because he was like the people that are around you be like, every time y'all be cheating, y'all get caught up. It always be the people around her. No, Negro, the people around you. Exactly. Anytime <laughs> you get caught, it's always the people. I'm like, of course, the people around her, if they see that she's hurting from this, it's something that she can't come back to. It's a sex tape, depending upon all the other details. Then, of course, I don't think, and I, I don't, I hate that when society, especially when it comes down to women, where it's always all oh, your friends telling you to get a divorce. No. Sometimes it's just like, listen, I can't tell you what to do. I'm just here for whatever decision that you make. Right. And sometimes it'd be to delete your ass. Yeah. It clear and clearly she struggled with it. Cause it's been yeah. it's been back, you know, there's the rumors has been around for quite a few months now. So and she clearly took her time to think about it and make the decision. Do I wanna do this or not? And Clearly, she said, you know what? I'm not going to stay somewhere where I'm unhappy. Yeah. Good for her. Shit. Also, we saw Yaya Mayweather. She gave birth to her son with NBA Youngboy. It's his seventh child at the age of 21. Congratulations. Babies are a blessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I can say. The babies are a blessing because that's about the only thing. I just... 
I really do like seeing her like Lisa sweetheart. I please just just let it go. Take your baby, raise your kid, and move on. Cause that right there is a lost cause. Yeah, it seems like it seems like I will say it seems like these last couple of months, like maybe she after I guess the baby shower when he didn't even make an attempt to show up, acknowledge any of it, you know, I think that maybe that was kind of like her kick in the face, wake up call moment. We've seen her now um, kind of be around her father again, really close with her mom, had the baby. So maybe she's just like, fuck it. I don't need you. I got all the family support that I got. I'm hoping so because I'm like, we know the baby will be financially fine. Yeah. But I mean, it, it comes a lot more comes with taking care of a child, but be like, at least you get that part. It's better than a lot of women's situation where you don't at least have to worry about that. But who yeah. child, just let him go. And she seems to have a good support system with her mom. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Last quick hitter just popped up on the timeline. Sex in the City is doing a reboot on HBO Max without Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha. I mean, listen, I think that we all kind of saw this coming. Kim Cattrall has said for years that she did not want to participate in Sex and the City anymore. Um, They've been trying to get a Sex and the City going for years, um, trying to convince her to come back on board. She's always turned it down, said no, said she did not want to work with Sarah Jessica Parker anymore. So... I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but I feel like she made the show special. Well, one of my one of the things I thought about that they could do. I don't know if you ever watched the show, The Carrie Diaries, where it took place like before. Um, it was like before Sex and the City, so it was like her high school years and college years leading up to. Sex in the City to kind of show you how she got there and how she met all of the different girls that eventually became her friend group. But she had like some friends and, you know, a little friend group or whatever before that. And some of them shared some similar traits to, well, one of them shared some similar traits to Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha, before she met Samantha in the show. I mean, shit, if you, if, I think it would be a cute idea to kind of tie it into the Carrie Diaries and maybe bring back some of those characters um, as the adults because we never got to see. Because basically they, when Sex in the City and Carrie Diaries, they kind of made it separate like you didn't see. The only characters you saw crossover was Samantha. That was the only character they introduced in uh, the Carrie Diaries because it only had one season, but... Nonetheless, what I'm saying is that I, I, I think it would be a cute idea. Maybe you can, to kind of make up for that, Samantha being missing, maybe reintroduce some of those characters from the Car- Carrie Diaries. And maybe that'll, that'll bring some kind of new freshness to, to, the, to the series. Because in all honesty, I don't really know what they would do with a reboot anyway. So I feel like they told the story as much as they could tell. Shit. Yeah, because you get, I mean, yeah, it's the one. Yeah. Last hot topic for this week, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan had been rumored since around Thanksgiving that the two of them were booed up. 
And yesterday, the day before, whatever, they made it IG official and confirmed that they indeed are a couple. Congratulations to them. They make a cute couple. Yeah. Photos were cute. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, the timeline's been blowing up. People have kind of... Every time Lori Harvey shows up with somebody, it's always like a big whole thing on the timeline going every which way. Honestly, I don't really get the hoopla again. She's 24 years old. She's doing what she's supposed to do, dating. I don't... Yeah. You know, I don't... Like I said, I don't get the hoopla either way. Like, I don't get why people... Some people are calling her for the streets. No, she's not. Like I said, she's 24. She's supposed to date. That's what you're supposed to do. Then on the other end, I don't get the hoopla with the people saying, oh, she the goat and this and that. For what? Dating? I don't Like, yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy. And I see, like, so many people when they like she for the streets. Who says she slept with these people, though? Is it? I'm like, you don't have to sleep with everybody that you date. <laughs> Y'all know that, right? Big facts. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it does bring up some some interesting conversation. At least in my opinion, it does bring up some interesting conversations, some interesting topics for us to discuss as far as the podcast is concerned. Um, one of the topics I saw that it did bring up was people were saying, what is the difference between, um, it says y'all kind of praise Lori Harvey, but y'all not girls like... Um, Black China, Amber Rose, Drea. They were like, so what's the difference between her and Lori Harvey? And in my opinion, I said, my opinion, there is no difference. I think they all, you know, date and mind they fucking bit. That's you know what I mean. Again, they're women. They're allowed to date. We are allowed to date as women. It's none of y'all business what bodies we do and don't have. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't get the hoopla around any of it. But I mean, we. I think we would be foolish to say that there isn't, I don't, isn't like a more of a stigma attached around those other girls as opposed to Lori. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I think Lori has this almost like, I guess like angelic thing almost like, Oh, you know, it's not the, I mean, I don't personally care. Like the only thing with Dre is that she a bad mom um, and her whole foolishness. But other than that, I'm like, I mean, I don't care. Um, Basically. Strong women that can do what they want to do with their bodies and they whoever the fuck they want to date. Right. And I was like, and then you also have to think about it. I'm like, who are they supposed to, y'all want them to date regular people? I don't know. I'm like, I wouldn't expect them to date their celebrities, no matter how you want to be like, oh, they D list or Z list celebrities, they're still celebrities. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect them to go in and be dating average dudes. I mean, I would expect them to date money. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. Wherever it wherever it came from. I'm not I'm not gonna say that I would necessarily say that they have to stay in the celebrity realm. Because there are plenty of girls who just date money. You know what I mean? They date yeah. doctors, lawyers stockbrokers, you know, business do people, tech guys who make a shit ton of money. Like I yeah. expect them to basically be where the money reside. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I I am at it. And that's and I agree with you like one hundred percent. That's a better, I guess, explanation than I gave. But we like they ain't gonna be dating you, you know, like 
And I think that's a lot of men issues is that the women that they find desirable, like when you think about Amber Rose and Drea and all these people, they find them desirable, but they're not within reach. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, you can't get mad at that. They one out of a million find you somebody in reach. They're not the only bad women out here. They're bad women that you walk past every day. Every day, right? Agreed, agreed. And I mean, like you can't, and that goes for some women too, because I see a lot of women who knock these women as well. And I'm like, yes. why? Why are you why are you knocking these girls for what? You know, so listen, like, you know, shit. They do they doing what the fuck they supposed to do. Living their motherfucking lives. Maybe mm-hmm. where the money reside and you just be out there. Bitter. <laughs> right. Bitter and hating, okay? I ain't hating on them. Like I said, her and a- actually, I will, I'll go out and limit and say they actually look really good together. Like, them photos was cute as fuck. So, yes. I, I ain't gonna hate, you know. I was rooting a little bit for Meg. I ain't gonna lie because I wanted her to have her bounce back after that horrendous mistake she made with five foot two Tory Lanez. But, um, <laughs> Oh Lord Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. I don't but know. I want her with somebody bigger than like Michael B. Jordan though, because I just want her with like this big dude. Like I want him to slap Tory Lines for her, but like I feel like and I know this is just me thinking out loud because I think she said he had a girlfriend. But her her bodyguard looks so cute together. They do. They would be cute together. They would be. I I just want to see her with somebody, um, this attractive that's gonna take care of her. She gonna look cute with that's her this of height. That's a good height for her. You know, I know people was knocking the whole G Easy thing, but shit, at least he was of height that then. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at least when she had on heels, like he was still taller than her. Like huh. People Tori. gotta remember, she is a tall girl, baby. Yeah. And Tori Lines, you can step on that little motherfucker even though your foot went down. Make me, ugh. And is he not getting on y'all last motherfucking night? When I, him and these fake fans. Because I'm still tripped out. I'm like, where do these fans come from, Father God? Where did they come from? I'm telling you. I am with you. I honestly... He is he is milking the fuck out of that whole situation. And but I will say one thing that's really bugging me is the borderline scariness of it all. Cause he does seem I don't give a fuck what nobody said. He seemed borderline obsessed. He does, like even the like I think what was that like last week, week before last, where he quoted some lyrics and he went and found a quote-unquote picture from it. I want to talk about her, bro. Nah, you were. Yeah. Shit, the, the little slick shit that he's been doing is so fucking weird that it's almost like it's giving off obsessed vibes to me. And I feel like if they don't lock that man up or something, like, she need every type of restraining order, security guard, like, keep that nigga away from her because I listen, I feel like he would like lock her up in a room and like I don't know, like try to kill her or something. Like he's giving me obsessed crazy. Like, keep your bodyguard with you. Like he said, you ain't gonna get out of his sight. Don't move. 
Exactly. Shit's shit's crazy. But yeah, I would I like I said, I'm I'm rooting for her. I wanna see her I don't necessarily want to see her settle down, but I would like to see just her around good vibes, good people. Yeah. You know. I still want her to be young and enjoy her life, but just she needs some good energy around her because shit, just craziness has been around her altogether. So anywho. That's all we have for Hot Topics. Let's go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Uh, do you want to kick us off or you want me to start? Um, you can start. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start, since we did just talk about Lori Harvey, I actually saw this floating around on the blogs. They said, the question was, which would you rather have, Lori's finesse or Sierra's prayer? And why? Um, I, mm, I hate to be this person to be like, it depends on the point of my life that I'm in, though. I don't know. I'm going to say Sierra's prayer because I feel like when I was out here in these streets, I had the finesse. I had the juice. Right. Um, so I'm going to say Sierra's prayer. But even that goes because Russell kind of debunked it. But I'm just going to go with Sierra's prayer because her family is so cute. Right. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to go there with Sierra's prayer. So for me, I'm actually, I'm with you. I'm going to go Sierra's prayer. And here's why, because like you said, like I was born with the juice. So I don't, <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> I don't need, you know, Lori's for me. I've been here today. I was born with that. I feel like most Southern girls, we born with juice. So we don't, you know, it is what it is. You know, like you said, her mama from Memphis. Like we all, we know that game already. So. <laughs> we got that. Um, that's that's that comes naturally to us. So, um, like you said, I feel like Sierra's prayer is a definite. Like seeing her family, just seeing like the like I I don't want to say the come up, but just like the ele the elevation from the evolution. From future to Russell Wilson, like, uh, in the way, like, he be looking at her when he talks to her, like, does she just, oh, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say, okay? I will take a Russell any single day because, like, he just be, everybody who be talking about he corny and this, nah, fuck all that. The way he, like, the way he be looking at her and talking, nah, that nigga ain't corny. Let's leave it at that, okay? I feel you, corny, like, Okay, I say corny. I mean, you know, and I think that's what people get it mixed up. There's nothing wrong with being corny. Some men are just corny. Like I, I love Safari, but Safari is corny as fuck. <laughs> like and I, like flat out. And I know it's like a whole little like not to get out of subject where Eric Mina was mad because people call him corny. He's corny. There's nothing wrong with being corny. It doesn't, and corny is not synonymous with nerdy. Right. But he's corny. And I'm like, I find it enduring, you know, like, oh, he's so corny and cute. And I feel like that's the same way with Russell Wilson. And I was like, I feel like Sierra, and I'm like, especially the way he used to dress. I do feel like Sierra elevated his Ele- wardrobe. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> that is true. He did help with the wardrobe. That is absolutely uh-huh. true. But I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being corny. I'm like, he was just that dude. I'm like, that doesn't make him unattractive or anything like that. He was just corny. She did. She definitely gave him a little bit of 
a fly. Like she gave him a little bit of his swag, I I think, from dealing with her a little bit. But but I mean, I, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do with your partner. Yeah. Because I shall help him now, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what Beyonce said you're supposed to do. Let me upgrade you. Come on, now. All right, so you want to do your question? Um, my question, I guess it stems from just the background. When, like, Sage the Gemini Super went public, one of, I guess, his ex or somebody he's talked to in the past made a video. And I guess my question is, do you care or what extent do you care about who your partner or spouse has previously talked to? I would say I don't really care. I mean, as long as, obviously, you're going to have to know if there's, like, children involved. So that's, I mean, aside from that, like, I don't really care as long as you don't, you ain't bringing no diseases from it or anything like that. I don't really feel like the the names, your bodies or things like that are, are anything that matters. Like, that's your journey. That's the, the things that you were supposed to work on from your past relationships. So when we get to our relationship, you know the things that, you know, you do and don't want. You know what I mean? Like, that's the work that you're supposed to do individually on your own so that when you get to a relationship with me, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know yourself better. You know how to be in a relationship, how, you know what I'm saying, how to function within the relationship. So, but outside, like I said, if y'all ain't got kids and shit like that, then. And you ain't getting no diseases from it or nothing like no no shit like that that you need to share with me, then I don't really I don't really care. Like I said, I mean obviously you should always talk about like that sexual histories. Now that's always important. That's something y'all should always discuss. But I think that's with any relationship. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, I don't care. Um I, I mean, I do agree a hundred percent as far as like sexual histories or whatever, but in the grand scheme of things. I don't care. And I hate when people, you know, men and women alike, I was like, I can't speak if men do it a lot. Well, I would say they probably do because me and Petty and Caddy as fuck. But I hate when people, I used to talk to them, girl, I don't give a damn. What they got to do with me? Like, I, that, that boils my fucking blood. What's on? I used to talk, I mean, your point? Then I ain't got nothing to do. The only person I really care about if you used to talk to him is if you like a friend. Because I'm like, yeah, that's just, yeah, I'm good. But like just a rando from the streets, I used to talk to him or you and my DM, somebody used to talk to him. Sweetheart, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Basically, I do not care. Right. (laughs) You use the operative word. I used to. Used to (laughs) talk to him. You talk to him now? Oh, well, then goodbye. Good riddance, boo boo. Big fact. Yeah, I really, I don't care. <laughs> and I, I feel like most people shouldn't care. Like, I just, like I said, unless y'all have, unless they had ties, like, what's the, what, what do you get gained from knowing names and dates and shit? Like, like that's, who cares? If it ain't overlapping with me, I don't know. <laughs> and maybe because I, like, I had to go that route, especially, like, if you know it's like staying on a college campus and you, you you know like y'all eventually like you know you talk to people and somebody else already talk to them you like well she used to talk to him girl I don't give a damn that ain't got nothing to do with me whatever they situation was was theirs 
All right. So that's all we have for relationships this week. Let's go ahead and move it into like new TV, books, music, anything like that. As promised, I did nothing new for books or music. Um, I did, and I have to go back and listen to it. I was doing other shit, but I did download Hotels. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. But it's, some of the lyrics are a little concerning for me from what I've seen. But I am going to listen to it. I have started Bridgerton. Um, I think I'm almost done. I love it. Okay. I thought I won. Um, but Shonda Rhimes did her thing. But I, I wouldn't expect anything less from her, to be honest. It's messy as fuck. Like, I know you say you don't like period pieces. I'm. It's different periods for me. Some of them I pick and choose, which I like. It's it's good. Like I say, you'll probably enjoy it because it's messy as fuck. Like, messy. Like, the Duke of Hastington. Um, I forget his real name. But, yeah. I like him. <laughs> He is really attractive. Not my normal type, but he's very attractive. Okay. Um, brings a lot to the show. I don't want to give away any spoilers because I feel like I want you to watch it. But, uh, <laughs> it, like I said, it's messy. It's good. I actually binge watched the shows that I did watch. And yeah, I was like, one, I'm like, okay, come on, next episode. Come on, next episode. Netflix, like you said, I'm still here. Come on. <laughs> The dresses were nice. The only thing that I guess, and I, of course, it's a period, so you can't think about it like that. But I'm like, Shonda Rhimes always had good music in her shows. But I'm like, it's, you know, you can't be playing, you know, up to date R&B or something like that. And it's supposed to be the 16 or 1700. But other than that. Um, I like the spin that you actually see black royalty, even though it was still like, you know, their royalty was given to them by a white person or they married into it. But just to see black people just enjoy themselves and, you know, and like the black, I will say the one thing, the queen is actually a black woman. So just to see them live in, you know, high class life and they're not just the help and, you know, like this. So I really did enjoy it. So my question to you in regards to that, I've seen some people talk about the the trope of the interracial couple with basically Netflix and even Shonda Rhimes has kind of had this trend now of always doing, you know, either black men with white woman, white, I mean, black woman with white man, like the, the whole interracial couple thing. Was it, did it bother you any? Did you even notice it? Like Give me oh, it's noticeable. It's, it's noticeable as fuck because you have to. I think like most of the big couples on there are interracial. Um, I'm like the main character. They're interracial. Let me see. Shit, the queen is married to a white dude and she black. I mean, it's noticeable. I I went in with knowing like it's Shonda Rhimes. I'm like, shit, we've seen that shit with Scandal. You've seen it with How to Get Away with Murder. I didn't expect anything less. Right. Um, I don't know for her if it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it, but I, you know how, like, I feel like in this quote unquote post-racial America, it's like, this is how we going to end racism or something like this. So I, I didn't expect anything less from her. And I also, this is not giving her any credit or anything like that, but it's like, to be honest, when you look at 
you know, TV shows, how else would you get a lot of fucking black people in one fucking show unless it's and what you said. But yeah, I mean it's it's very glaring. Like if you watch it, you like it, it's right there in your fucking face. Uh-huh. Okay. But I expected that from her because right. like I said, with her past shows, she that's what we've seen. Right. So that I mean that's that was my takeaway from, from the jump. Like I'm like, well, that's kinda what Shonda Rhimes is kinda known for, in my opinion. Like I don't think I've ever seen her in any of her shows have like a functional black couple with the exceptional grace where you have Ben and Miranda. But outside of that, I don't think I've ever seen like a functional, healthy black couple on any of her shows. So, um, I mean, I don't know what people were expecting in that. But I mean, I definitely appreciate the conversations around it because I think that a lot of people are starting to question like, okay, yeah, um, you know, just like with any other um, type of relationship, um, interracial relationships definitely need representation. But can we can we acknowledge that there are different in type of types of interracial relationships besides just black and white? Like, I think that's what was so special about the movie that Issa Rae did, where it was her and um, the Indian gentleman. I can't remember what his name is at this point. In, in that movie that they did just because it was something other than just black and white because because I mean that is that is our reality of our world that interracial relationships are not just made up of a black person and a white person you also have Hispanic and Asian Asian and Hispanic Asian and black um, Asian and white I mean it would be nice to kind of see some other mixes in there but who am I uh. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it, and I think we have to take look at Shonda Rhimes as well. Again, not giving her credit or taking, you know, responsibility for her for building it because I do think it's a responsibility as well. None of the characters are fucking functional, like none of them. Because I'm like, even when you think about Scandal, none of them <laughs> were fucking healthy relationships. Not even we're not talking about perfect, just healthy. Right. And I right. think that's the same thing, you know, in Britain. Like, it's not, none of them are fucking healthy. So, yeah. Which is weird, though, now that I think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like I said, that's what she, that's why when it came to when I saw that she had to know, I wasn't surprised because she doesn't, like I said, with the exception, with the exception on Grace of Miranda and Ben's relationship, I, I mean, I've never seen her do. You know, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never seen this. So, but I've watched a couple of episodes of Grey's Anatomy, and they seem to have more like healthy relationships on there. Even if yeah. it's like, but it's just some about her other shows. Now I'm like, did something happen between? I don't know, or maybe they're different. I don't know. They're different writers or whatever. But it's like. Grace, you like there are relationships is like okay this is kind of like normal issues right whereas like when you sing with scandal and how to get away it's just like yeah damn y'all are just horrible you know like <laughs> <relationship> <laughs> right, y'all like sneaking behind each other back it's just like not even just like the chief just fucking conniving and manipulation and all of this lying so yeah i was like i don't know now it just make me want to go back and look at all of her shows over again, be like, this something happened to you in between her? <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, that makes me... Yeah. Good questions. Good questions all the way around. Anything else? No, that was all. 
All right. So on my end, I did actually listen to Hotel, Hotels, um, Jasmine Sullivan's new album. I will say with with kind of the, the climate of music that we've experienced coming off of 2020, that was just like a dismal year, in my opinion, like nothing for me. Um, that Jasmine Sullivan's album was Chef's Kiss. I appreciate it. Just the, I don't, I mean, I don't even, just the, I guess because we're just so used to the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Like, I appreciated the fact that she put some artistry into it. Like, there was some, you know, how you had like the different little skits or whatever before each song that led into it. Like, there was some thought into it, some creativity into it. Um, to the point that now she's reaching out to Issa and her and Issa are going to do an actual like short film around it. So, you know what I mean? Like I appreciate the, the artistry of it. If that makes sense. Like it felt good to like, I don't know, listen to something that just had from top to bottom had like a concept. I'm excited to listen to it. They got some records on it. Like I enjoyed it from top to bottom. There are, like you said, there are some some problematic <laughs> lines in there. Um, in particular, um, I will say the record with Anderson uh, Pat, where he talks about. Um, it sounds a little bit. I don't know. I want uh, sounds a little bit colorist. I don't. I feel like I got to go back and listen to the record though, just to kind of because I only listened to the, the song once. But I want to go back and listen to it again to kind of really listen to the line, listen to the bar to see if maybe I heard it wrong or like I just interpreted it wrong. I don't know. So I got to go back and listen to that. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, it just, I don't know, it was some good records on there. That's all I would say. I enjoyed it. It was some good records. I think I'm a definitely, I, well, I definitely going to check it out because I put it on uh, like my next, next up list, but. Um, I just haven't got a chance to actually listen to it. And plus, I love Jasmine Sullivan anyway. So, yeah. Well, I think you will enjoy it. And then, well, hold on, Issa Rae, I saw that tweet. I was like, girl, listen. No, I love me some Issa. Can I be an extra? Issa, I need to Can I be an extra on this stuff? Something. Let me get up in the... Well, I just want to be Diddy and dance in the background. Oh lord! So that's it for me as far as like music and books and all that jazz. That's gonna bring me right into the nerd moment of the week. Basically, this nerd moment is gonna be pretty short. Oh, we got two things. The first thing is over at the CW. It has been confirmed. I think it's been speculated for a while. At least in my opinion, I figured it wasn't gonna get picked up, but it has been confirmed now. Green Arrow and the Canaries, which is supposed to be the spinoff from the Green Arrow show that um, was based on his daughter, is has actually not been picked up by the CW, so the show will not be going forward. Um, over on Netflix, the Umbrella Academy today announced the Sparrows, which is the, the if you saw the end of Umbrella Academy, Umbrella Academy Season 2, you saw that when they came back kind of from because they were time traveling and when they kind of came back to I guess kind of like the presence there was a whole new set of Umbrella Academy kids called the Sparrows today we got the full cast list of the Sparrows 
So one through seven, we know, you know, who they are as far as who's going to be playing the, those characters. I'm excited for it. I enjoyed Umbrella Academy season one and two. So looking forward to season three just to kind of see where they go with that. So all good things. And uh, yeah, that's the nerd moment of the week. And that's pretty much it for me. Anything else on your end, Fallon Dan? Nothing else for me. All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And uh, we will catch you next time. Good night, guys. Mm-hmm.